welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. And we are back with another entry in our 31 Days of Halloween series. So every October, uh, we talk about a movie each day that falls into the horror or thriller or mystery genre. And today's movie is 1985's Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. I'm going to sit back and uh, enjoy listening to Ashley describe this movie. Yeah, so I'm not as well versed in the Friday the 13th uh, lore as as Matt is, so I I will do my best. But I believe that this was the fifth film in the uh, Friday the 13th series. Yes, very good. And um, in the fourth uh, episode, or fourth movie apparently, (laughs) uh, a character named uh, Tommy... Uh, who at that time was played by Corey Feldman, um, killed the masked killer, Jason. Um, uh, In this movie, it takes place several years later, and uh, we have a new actor playing Tommy, and he is uh, still kind of traumatized by his experience uh, with Jason. And he is sent to live in a halfway house um, out seemingly in the middle of nowhere uh, with a bunch of other kind of troubled youths. And, oh, sure enough, Jason seems to have returned. And one by one, the, the youths are, are, are killed off. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. No, I, that's a really good uh, description. All right. <laughs> um, this is a difficult movie for me to, to discuss slash review uh, because, uh, so, so full disclosure, I watched this movie a lot uh, back in the day. So it was on HBO, and then I recorded it on the VHS tape. And my friend Derek and I used to watch it a lot because it's, it's, there's a lot of it actually we found funny. Um, the certain scenes, the way they were cut, like certain character reactions to the danger they were in. Um, I secretly, too, watched it because I found a couple of the characters cute. So, um, you know, the guy that plays uh, Tommy in this is... Uh, John Shepard, um, you know, you see a few scenes with him and his shirt off, and he's you know quite handsome. There's another guy that's you know very well 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 built, and um, so uh, there, you know. That, but it's it was a fun movie for us to watch. All right, um, there's there's there a, there's a line in this uh, movie, the, those damn enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> which he and I would quote to each other all the time. Uh, it's, it's provided by Miguel Nunez Jr., who was also in Return of the Living Dead, which you and I talked about a year or two ago during 31 Days of Halloween. Um, no, so this is just one of those kind of you know, preteen slash early teen favorites of ours. And then uh, it had been about 30 years or so since I'd seen it, and then we watched it um, the other day. For, for this podcast and uh, I had been looking forward to this this is one that I've been wanting to do in our 31 days of Halloween series for a while and uh, uh, it's super violence and it's and it's over it's 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 a little too overly sexualized for my taste now as, as an adult <clears throat> uh, I guess it's very you know I mean women's breasts just be popping out every other you know minute you know gratuitously um, the killings are are just um, really 
really grotesque in certain ways. And, you know, and I was reading afterward, I mean, this movie apparently was heavily edited, both for sex scenes uh, and the killing scenes. I mean, the, the, both of the things used to be a lot more graphic than they, what we saw in the finished product. And the finished product is, is pretty graphic. And I guess, you know, some 30 years on, it's just not quite as appealing to me. Uh, in fact, it was actually a little hard to sit through at times. So, yeah, that's my, that's my take on that. Yeah, I almost feel like I can't really speak to how graphic it is because I hid my eyes uh, during all those scenes. <laughs> I did get a glimpse, though, of the, uh, the kill with a, a flare, which was interesting. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm happy that you have a fondness you know, fond memories of this movie. Um, I do not have that nostalgia for the movie. And, um, yeah, I, I thought it was not that good. Um, surprisingly boring, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Mostly because I didn't really care about the characters and it was just, you know, it's how I imagine a Friday the 13th movie to be, where it's just a bunch of characters you don't really care about getting picked off one by one. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much sums up the movie. And I didn't find it particularly scary. Um, so I think it kind of fails um, in that crucial test. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the acting was fine. Um, I think it kind of about what you would expect for a movie like this. Although I did think... Uh, Javar Ross was quite good, and I recognized him um, from uh, different, different strokes. Different strokes he, yeah. he was Dudley on different strokes yeah. for uh, many many years. This is a young African American protagonist in this. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's and he's quite good. Um, yeah, I don't know. The plot wasn't all that believable. I mean, this halfway house. I don't know. It, the kids seem to just be allowed to run amok, and uh, it wasn't really convincing as a place to go to 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 heal i don't know yeah um yeah so this yeah you're right (laughs) there's not much i can really refute on that um and and there's you know it's funny we watched a youtube video after we saw this of of a guy talking about it and um i i hadn't even thought about it but he he brought up the fact that um there are like scenes in this movie that are completely unconnected to the plot and I think from doing some other reading, I think that those were added because um, you know the producers thought the kill count wasn't high enough. Mm. Uh, I think they, I think in total, there in this movie, there's like um, sixteen people that are sixteen characters that are offed, <laughs> um, and at least I think four of those um, are in two different scenes that have nothing whatsoever to do with the with the central plot of the movie. There's a couple of greasers, like guys who look like they're just oh, going yeah. to a grease convention. Um, yeah. They're you know and you know nighttime on the side of the road they get killed by Jason which is you know they have no relation at all to the story uh, and then there's a a waitress and this guy who's picking her up for a date uh, they both get killed and again th- they have no relation to the story whatsoever yeah. Uh, so yeah it's just um, it's it's a gratuitous graphic um, movie that is is kind of it's kind of mean almost to, uh, I do like the climax of it though. That's one of the things I always remembered about it. And, and, uh, you know, there's, there's, they get some, they, there's some good action in the climax of it. I, I would like to say that. <laughs> um, well, going back to something you said earlier, there, there is quite a bit of surprising amount of nudity in the movie. 
I mean, you know, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to nudity, but <laughs> I don't know. In this movie, in this context, it just seemed uh, very creepy, and um, I felt like these women were kind of being exploited. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I didn't like that. Um, the character, you know, like I said, the characters are not very interesting. There, there, there was uh, the new wave, who I call the new wave girl, who was into new wave music. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if I took anything out of this movie, it's she's listening to a song at one point, at one scene. Yeah, you discovered the band Pseudo Echo by Pseudo watching Pseudo Echo, and the song she's listening to is His Eyes. It's a pretty good song. So I've been listening to that. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the best thing to come out of this movie. Yeah, she has some <laughs> really cool 80s, almost robot-like moves. Yes. Oh, and there's a really... St- I've forgotten about the like the hillbilly mother and and the son. Now, they are still hilarious. To this day, they're hilarious. I I, I don't know. They felt like they were in a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. So, what do you give it out of 10? Well, I'm going to give it a 3. I give it a 3.5. So, our score is a 3.3. It is on the tomato meter... Uh, it was a critic score of a rotten 15% and an audience score of 26%. Ouch. Yeah. So we're mm. a little high, surprisingly. <laughs> a, a little, a little bit, a little bit. All right. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you.